Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on? Oh, man. I'm just trying to chill out. Keep, um, keep, keep it mellow. I'm on quite a high today. Are you? Yeah. Well. I'm ready to go, man. Is, is, is it due to your increased consumption of hemp? Because I might have some news for you related to that. Uh, I haven't been eating it. What are you talking about? You don't eat. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. But I brought some experts in today uh, <laughs> to talk about one of the most rapidly growing industries. Uh, some find it controversial. Some yeah. find it really, really helpful. We're going to talk about all of that. So today we have Jay Humfield and Daniel Friedrich. Is that I say that correctly, Daniel? Frederick. Frederick. Close. I should have probably asked that ahead of time. They are the founders of Hemp Haven. And uh, that is a, a local franchise model that we're going to talk about. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. So we're going to have to inform Matt that the, that the high that he feels today is definitely not from hemp. And why is that? <laughs> Hemp is actually non-psychoactive. It only has 0.3% THC in it, so you actually can't get high. Well, shit, I've been smoking the wrong stuff. <laughs> Damn it. That explains a lot of things. Oh, man, I'm not even touching that one, Watson. So, but obviously, the whole business, uh, the cannabis business, as some people refer to it, is, um, well, man, it's changed a lot. Um, you know, I used to live in Colorado before it was legalized there, and they kind of led the charge and there's a whole lot of things that I think that are understood and, and, and probably a lot more that aren't. Oh, I would agree. Even as a business aspect, we still get told no more than we get told yes because of the cannabis industry. Right. I just lost online processing for like the fifth time. Credit okay. card processing. Yes. Yeah. So what, can we start there? What is the difference between cannabis and hemp? So you basically, cannabis is, you, you think of corn, right? And you have three species of corn, basically, when you grow corn. Cannabis is the top, and then you have marijuana and you have hemp. So you look at cannabis is both, and then you have marijuana, and then you have hemp that only is industrial. So you can do, you're talking about kind of two industrial hemps, hemp that you can grow for CBD, and then you have um, true industrial hemp that's probably going to take over everything. Lego just put out today that they're going to do all their Legos with hemp. Now, that's pretty amazing. Because they're more recyclable? Is that yes. the thing? And then we'll probably do all the paper. We'll do concrete. We're going to do fuel, biofuel with hemp. I mean, hemp's going to really take over. There's already housing additions that are being built completely with hemp. Well, so, and that's something, too. So, like, you know, hemp, it, like she mentioned, I mean, you don't you, – Matt, you, you've been smoking the wrong flower, yeah. buddy. But the it's, it's something that kind of got thrown under the bus – with right. marijuana prohibition, which happened, what when was that? That was came with alcohol and all that other stuff. 1937 was when they took hemp away from us. Right. So, so I still don't fully understand. So you have marijuana and you have hemp, and it's just, are they completely different plants or almost the same plant, just a different take, species take them like of the same cousins. plant? They're basically, okay. you know, like you have sweet corn and you have seed mm -hmm. corn, kind of the same thing. Do they look well, the same? Yeah, they smell the same. They look the same. They grow the same. CBD hemp is grown, what, short and stocky? Short and stocky, yeah. Okay. And he's actually going to be doing an indoor grow um, with hemp here soon in Missouri. And that will be grown completely different because we'll be grow growing it just for seed and flower. 
So that'll be grown tall, just like marijuana. And if you guys ever come out and visit, it will look just like hemp or just like marijuana. It will smell just like marijuana and be basically grown. So why does hemp have these different properties than any other kind of plant? One of the big differences in the two, though, is the THC level. Right. I get that part. I get that part. So with, with, with hemp, it's, I guess I'm, I'm confused. W- where did we miss? It's just seed generated differently. Okay. Well, you're talking about like hemp is going to be used for in construction or in plastic oh, or it's, whatever. It's, dude, it does all different kinds like of 50, stuff. 50,000 so. different things. But why, but why hemp versus any other plant? What's different about hemp? Because the stock of hemp can do so many amazing things. Um, it's, it's just stronger? It's, yeah, it's kind of like bamboo. Okay, it's like, more like bamboo. Kind of, yeah. And it's a weed. It grows really easily, really grows quickly. Fast. It's, it's very, fast. Like bamboo is very fast. Dude, yes. our, our, many of our former presidents were hemp farmers, which is something that has been always been kind of a running joke. Yeah, in the in the world of marijuana so the, and hemp and cannabis, is like what well, was like Thomas Jefferson was like a, a yeah. and I don't know a lot of those guys grew it because you could uh, you make it into rope and right. just different kinds I of stuff, that. and then from like the biofuel, like dude, there's just a lot of stuff. So it's the that, stalks that are the really viable part, then. Yeah, well, you it's kind of both. not necessarily the leaves, it's the stalk. <clears throat> you that's can the, use the biomass, you can use the stalk, you can use the flower, you can use the seed for different purposes. Oh yeah, so hemp even has. Pretty much is the only complete protein on the market right now. It has all your omega threes, all your omega sixes. So go back to what. 19- so I should be eating it. it yeah, actually, maybe you should. So that's why hemp is so important because back in 1937, what we have an endocannabinoid system in every mammal. Because back in the day, they used to feed our cows, our chickens, everything with hemp. Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. So that. what Henry Ford made was it Henry Ford that made a yeah. hemp a hemp car, and that was one of the first ones and. So you take it away, and now our endocannabinoid system has been dormant. And so they're doing all this research now saying that autoimmune diseases are caused by lack of cannabinoids, and that's because they took hemp away from us. So do so. how does that compare to other parts of the world? Or other parts of the world use hemp more than we do? Oh, the or? UK is very big into hemp. They're actually the only one that has, what, a machine that can grow it down, I think, we have one in the U.S. now. Yeah, they actually have some type of combine system over there that can that can harvest it. Really because right it. now, because what happens is the the header on the combine has to be able to move up and down because the the plants grow at different heights. Mm-hmm. So the combines that we have here can't do it. So they're testing out some other ones overseas, and, and hopefully we'll get some here. Luckily, we're connected with some farmers that uh, know some people that know some people within John Deere that are hoping to be one of the first farmers in the in the state to have this new device i'm learning all sorts of things today this is fascinating yeah, yeah. I, but like i said the, the plant in general got victimized by the prohibition of the version of it that does create a sense of intoxication oh, and with it that's great. been a hot topic for but is a that time. also what's revitalizing hemp well, yeah. Well, like the thing now is, that is you marijuana is on the rise. You weren't is that allowed dragging, to grow hemp. Is that dragging? Yeah, you weren't allowed. Oh, to, you weren't allowed to grow. No, it? no. Yeah. So it, it fell under that, that oh. prohibition because of the close relation of the two. And isn't and maybe it isn't okay. So it's the female cannabis plant that actually produces the THC and the volumes we need, right? That's correct. So is hemp the male version, or is hemp sterile, or is there something? They're all female. Which is pretty amazing because the plant, once you get to know it, there's like 419 or 20-something cannabinoids that can be produced in this plant. And the male, all it does, it's just like us as humans. All the male does is pollinate it. Useless. (laughs) I think it's totally useless. The male plant is useless. I think it's fascinating that plants are male and female. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I have a holly uh, bushes in my 
yard. That's the same thing. One has berries and one doesn't. It's one's male, one's female. I'll tell you what. It's so man. weird. It all, everything's got to be so sexist anymore. Yeah, why, is, why can't we all just get along? Why can't the plants all just get yeah. along? Yeah. So, so hemp has the same issue today. So it can only be grown in like certain states No, right it, now? It, it, we, well, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's federally legal. Back in December. Oh, President, it's federally legal. President Trump signed ah. the, the newest farm bill that makes See? hemp legal. President Trump does good things. Right. <laughs> Which was important for us, too, because Missouri was on a— That's all uh, another conversation. Yeah. And by the way, you might want to retract that. I don't want our, <laughs> I don't want our listeners thinking that you're a Trump supporter. He did a good thing. He did yeah, a good thing. There you thing. go. Yeah. We'll leave it he singular. Thanks. Yeah. For the cannabis industry, yeah, that might have been thing. one really good thing. He did yeah. A, yeah, no, it's yeah. good. And it's good for a lot of farmers, too, because farmers are looking for a new crop. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they need it. They. Uh, we always joke about that. We're in the state of Kansas. <laughs> We're in agriculture— but we don't grow. We don't grow hemp. We don't yeah. grow marijuana. What's cool we is we are now. So we we will get a license. We'll be growing in Missouri. But Lexington, Missouri. Have you guys heard of the Battle of the Bales and the War? No. So that's pretty cool. I think Missouri and Kansas grew more hemp than anywhere else in the United States back in the day. Weston, before they mm. you know were tobacco farmers, grew hemp. Lexington, Missouri. I think the whole town. Jay, correct me. Went yeah. through for a hemp license because they had the Battle of the Bales over hemp. Yeah, this is interesting. The whole the whole town got together and was going to apply for a license because prior to President Trump signing the farm bill, they were going to have it where um, they only had two thousand acres that we were going to allow for the state. So the whole city whole was coming together mm-hmm. and with the mayor saying, "Hey, let's all do this. It'll be good for our economy. We'll do tours. We'll do tours of the farms." And I mean, it, it's, it's a really big thing. It's it's coming back. I mean, so so let's talk about being a cannabis startup because. Um, at hemp, cannabis, whatever. Let's just we've 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 done a little definition here. Mm. There's a there's a relationship. I've been educated. You, you, Thank you. you. <laughs> that we're going to really educate you later. We're going to make you try all the different kinds. Ooh, yeah. So our meetings this afternoon could be interesting. Okay, at four twenty, <laughs> right? Yes, yes, right. correct. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm shocked you knew that, Matt. Wow, did you do? Did you study before this? Okay, um, I could have come over last night and helped you study, but. Anyway, take that as you may. So Hemp Haven is a franchise system and model that you guys have launched that's FTC compliant. So what's up with that? So we started a franchise um, about a year ago and we, well, actually to back up, it was never our plan to start a franchise. We were going to open up one store and just segue into a medical marijuana dispensary because that just seems the easiest way. Right? That was my next question. If that was part seems of seems like yeah. the CBD oil come people maybe are all planting right. seeds for the same right. thing because it's, it's well you're a logical option at that yeah, point. You're yeah. a gateway into that. You think yeah, that's a gateway build, drug. Yeah, you're going to build your <laughs> your reputation and your clientele as a trusted resource. But what we found is based on the business model that we put together, we were starting to get people that were coming to us and coming to us and saying, hey, do you guys franchise? Do you guys franchise? And we, we again, never in the wheelhouse. So we started, uh, I think, after a month and a half of being open, we signed our first franchise. And since that time, we've got, I think we have eight or we have nine stores open and we have a few more coming. And basically, it, it's it's been a pain. It's been a very big, it, it's been a challenge because- we hear no more than we hear yes. Yeah. So even well, that and in the world of sales, that's common. I it mean, is. That doesn't surprise. It me. is, but it, but yeah. it, but it's at a different level. Now. Oh sure. I mean, just even trying to get a rental, like a retail space, 
right? Landlords, no, no, no. And they think that we're in this big cannabis, you know, we're going to come in with all these bongs and, and all this stuff. And, and that's, that's not the case. If you've been to any of our stores, you'll see that it's very laid back, very modern, very kind of Zen-ish. Okay. And, and we don't have all that stuff. And so just, where, where are your stores currently? So we have stores in Kansas City uh, and the Kansas City Metro. So we're so all around the Metro right now. All in Missouri? Uh, no, we have three in Kansas, and then we have some guys that are signing, I believe, at the end of the week or early next week. We're going to be coming up to Iowa. We got some people that are looking at paperwork in Wisconsin and Florida. So by us becoming FCC-compliant franchises, one of only three that are out there, we're now hmm. going um, a national and trying to get as many so, stores as possible. A lot of our listeners are not in Kansas City, but for those who are, what part of Kansas City are you in? So we're in Overland Park. We're in Shawnee. We're in Lee Summit, Liberty, uh, Kansas City proper down in the crossroads. All right. Um, Field trip. Overland everywhere. Park. Yeah, Gladstone, right. Northland. We're all over. Wow. Okay. So when Very you say cool. FTC compliant, let's uh, the Federal Trade Commission. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what is that? So what does that entail? It means that it essentially Cause, cause means because technically a lot of this stuff. So, is hemp and CBD with that Farm Act in December? Did that did that remove the prohibition on that nationally or federally? It should have, but just like I was saying, I lost all my long, online processing because they classify us under cannabis. I don't care that we're under the federal farm bill. This is how like square. Well, did the farm bill it. just cover people that were growing it? Because that, that, would, that wouldn't shock me. Like the government's like, hey, you can grow it. And then they don't give you anywhere to sell it. You're exactly right. So Square's Shocker. doing a beta program, I guess, for online processing. And I said, well, how if we're kind of under the federal farm bill, we're growing CBD hemp. Why can't we sell CBD hemp? And they're like, well, we don't really know. You're not sure yet. They just don't want to take the risk. That's the thing. You're well, exactly right. Well, I mean, you climate, I mean, part of part of the issue. We're, we're going to start a new business. Well, part of the issue, with, no doubt, credit card processing. Uh, please. You'd kill it. Kill it. Yeah, it, it would be a giant pain in the ass too. Yeah, but, uh, but but here's another thing though. So we went to uh, we went to a local bank and we tried to open up a business bank account for our farming side of our business, and they said it was going to be under review for three to five days. They turned us down, and I said, "Why?" And like, well, because we don't we don't um, stand behind CBD. And I'm like, "Well, you don't know that we're growing CBD. We're just growing hemp. You're making." An difference. assumption that yeah. we're just going to be growing this stuff. And they're like, yeah, we don't do that. We're making that. rope. Yeah. And and the problem is, though, is that this is a multi-billion dollar industry. And all these banks and all these rope. credit card processing companies, all these places, oh, yeah. they're they're losing it. They're, so, they're so losing with, out on this. So with that, and this is where businesses like yours might see a huge windfall. So the marijuana is federal, even though states have legalized yeah. it, it's federally not legal. That's right. right. Even though it was Obama, I believe that first said, he's like, yeah, but we're not going to prosecute you. Right. Um, thank you, Barry. <laughs> but with that, um, all these big publicly traded companies, like you look at Philip Morris or like the tobacco people, they are, well, they can't even enter it. They can't have anything to do with it because th they have to be com SEC compliant. Right, yeah, and yeah. you can't have your hands in something that is on any level federally illegal. So my opinion is, is eventually, you know, they repeal this. I honestly, I think that's what Trump's going to do. Right, that's how he's going to get reelection? Yeah, yep, I've here had we that go. Opinion for a while. You're I think, so excited. I think that's going to. I I'm, agree. <laughs> I mean, fuck. If, I don't know if the trade-off, if I'm cool with that. I mean, could I wait four more years on that and not have Trump? I don't know. We're not supposed to talk about politics, but um, God, it's so hard. So, but with that, you guys and the people that have established brands, so you look at the different products that are sold, like we'll look at Colorado. So I was out there. Um, I actually 
went to a dispensary and made a purchase, not afraid to admit it. I was in a state where it was legal. And I was like, man, I've just always wanted to go to a dispensary and buy weed. So I did. Right. Of course. It's on the bucket list. I have a picture of it. Maybe I'll post it on Instagram. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Yeah. But here you go. You heard it first. But I mean, that's not a big surprise. I mean, it's like, honestly, we were talking before we recorded. That's just like going to a liquor store in in most states. Like it's it's a normal thing. So especially in Colorado. Yeah, I agree. So with that, these companies, I think these big companies are going to come pouring into the market when eventually because because here's the thing is is and and good for you guys if that comes down to it because they're going to want ready market access share. they're going to buy a market share. and yeah. they're going to ha- because they are literally sitting on the sidelines and some of them are even doing investments in like canadian companies and they just different stuff because they're trying to figure it out yeah. and they and they're probably just sitting there like punching themselves in the face going god what can't we get into this but and you'll probably buy marijuana cigarettes at, at well, Quick I, Trip at I, some point. The cigarette companies have already invested just waiting because yeah. it's not going to be long, you said. Right. Not to bring up politics again, but I think Trump will do it for his 2020 re-election. Do you agree with me on that? I totally yeah, I, absolutely. I think that's why it's not done yet. Yeah, I, I hear. I think that he's he, got to make a splash. Yep. So uh, a few months ago, I was in Jefferson City. By the way, I hope he does that and then loses. <laughs> yeah. As long as it passes. Yeah. That's uh, all we care about. <laughs> I was in Jefferson City testifying in front of uh, some of the state representatives about lifting the acreage cap for growing hemp. And one of the representatives said, well, you guys do know that once all these big companies get on board, that they're just going to come in and buy all you guys out. Thank and you. And he said it like it offended us. I'm Cash like, checks. Okay. <laughs> Cash <laughs> checks. Kind of what we're looking for. So yeah, yeah I fine. absolutely see it happening. Yeah. That way. And that's, that's fine. So right now there's, there is a 2000 acre limit. Is that what you mentioned? In Missouri. Yeah. In Missouri. Yeah. Is that total? Like the whole state? Yeah, that was, it was, it was for just, uh, they were going to do like a pilot program. Who even polices how many acres of that there is? <laughs> well, a, a lot of people. So, all right. So before we started recording, I was sharing uh, with, with Danielle and Jay. So much like yourself, Matt, people ask me to be advisors in businesses a lot. Yeah. Uh, last year, I got offered to be an advisor. And actually, it's 2017, not last year, uh, in three different cannabis related businesses i turned them all down but one of the issues was uh, one of them was in oregon mm-hmm. and so i learned a whole lot and i got offered a pretty significant part for free to help them build their business um, structurally and uh, i started diving in and the amount of regulation so they have these rules i think they called it from seed to stem or something yeah. like that so like they literally like here's a seed and when they drop it in the dirt it's like got a barcode it has to be on close closed circuit camera video the whole time. Like there's never at any point, at least in Oregon, where that is not under careful monitoring. Our government is so helpful. But well, here's the problem is the cost. (laughs) And and I didn't participate in that business because two, one, one, Oregon didn't have any limitations on production or any of that or who could come in and do it. And as a result, now, two years later, they have a huge supply and demand problem. They have way more. And they and because it's it's illegal on a federal level, they can't move it from one place to another. So yeah. it has to stay within Oregon, and it's created a huge problem. But the cost of regulation for say a pound of of whatever is equal to the cost of producing it. Yeah, it's crazy, which is nuts. So, you know, and that's 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 a problem. So for tell us a little more about your guys' farming that you're doing. So do you guys have like? A couple acres or like how like how much and, and then are do you guys like you have to have like a lot of licensing and reporting yeah, how and do you get like it? how do you get it I mean, yeah how do we how do we become hemp farmers in missouri so with 
the President Trump lifting the uh, the farm bill on it and saying that it's not federally legal. The, the application is pretty much just a checkbox application at this okay. time. Okay. So you just got to meet the minimum requirements, pass the background check. Fortunate for me, we teamed up with another guy that owns a bunch of land. And <laughs> what we're doing is we're putting up a bunch of hoop houses that are about, I think they're 30 by 100 or 50 by 100 and something like that. Uh, so we're putting up two hoop houses. The nice so you have thing to is, grow it indoors? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, even with marijuana, you're going to want to start indoors. Um, but it's so better. Yeah, it's better. So we're going to be starting indoors. Um, and, and the growth cycle on it, we're looking at about three and a half months. So okay. I can get a harvest in about three and a half months. So our initial plan is, is to get uh, these two houses up and running, uh, hopefully get some seeds in the ground within the next probably six weeks. I just spent a lot of money yesterday on ordering the final uh, components for the hoop houses. Now we just got to get them built. So if Mother Nature will quit raining on us where we can get back out there in the fields and get them built. But do you have any of these issues around like tracking how you plant it and all that. Not like, so much in the like seed, that. not so much in the hemp side of it okay. because it's it's a federal legal crop. It's the okay. marijuana stuff that we've heard that, that we're definitely going to have some challenges Missouri with. Missouri is going to be that way, seed to sale too. I, I know yeah. some guys that in Illinois, which is a little further progressed with their legal adoption, yeah. just opened a big, a big hemp farm. I mean, it's big. So hemp has to be grown indoors or is it just because of our climate? No, it, it, well, it kind of depends on on what type of hemp you're growing. If you're going to grow industrial hemp, you're well, pretty much all your hemp that you're going to grow, you're going to start indoors to kind of protect it a little bit and kind of control the flowering of it. Um, but if you're going to start growing industrial hemp, that stuff can get upwards of eight plus feet high. So that stuff you'll eventually move outside after a month or so of growing it. By is the it, way, before we get too deep into this, where can our listeners learn more about Hemp Haven? Is it hemphaven.com? It's hemphaven.store. We, uh, we switched it up a little bit, which yeah. is kind of a challenge because not all of our email addresses work uh, when we're signing up for stuff because they have updated their system. Yeah. Yeah. We're fullscale.io, and I still tell people, they're like, I didn't even, what is that? I'm like, it's a suffix. Dot Indian Ocean. It's yeah. a suffix. <laughs> you can put it. That's really it's what just it is. like yeah. .net or Everybody's dot so used to .com that they forget yeah. about it. Well, we you. ran out of .coms. I know. the problem. Yeah. yeah. You know what we're not going to run out of anytime soon? Hemp. No. So are you guys looking to expand your franchises all over the U.S.? We are. We're, we're looking to become one of the biggest franchises in the country. Some of our competitors, coincidentally, our biggest competitor is located here out of Kansas City as well. But oh. we feel that we have is that a better Shaman? business. Yeah, I feel are are they from here? Yeah. They're actually, That's a Kansas City company? Because I wondered why. I mean, yeah. let's just be realistic. We don't have to plug your competition, but they, they have a lot of locations. They, they do. Like we have 36 locations in the metro area, Jeez. which has hurt our industry. Sure. Actually. It's the, oversaturated. It's, so saturated. It, yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, so they're, they're, but that's a Kansas City, then they're yeah. from here. And they're franchises too? Well, yeah. let me tell you. They but you guys are the ones here on City. Startup Hustle today with right. us. So we're going to say Hemp Haven Dock Store. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. So their corporate office is just a couple down, a couple doors down from us. Um, they have a lot of stores around the country too. The difference is, is I, I believe that our business plan is much better than theirs. And it's simply because if you... Can you buy a franchise from, uh, is that like individual franchises or they do they own all their own stores? Yeah. Well, they, well they, they they own it to an extent. Obviously, sure. they, they pay for the franchise and there's a royalty and stuff gotcha. that comes in and play with it. But the difference is with our franchise, what makes our store step, step out is we've only been in business a year and we've been voted three times already best, uh, uh, nominated for best Kansas City CBD store, right? And, and that may not mean a lot, but the first one we got was after two months. And sure I think it it's because our business model is you can't have just one product because if you come in and you try one product and you don't like that product, you're never going to come back to my store. 
Right now at our store, we have over 50 different brands on our store. So if you don't wow. like something, we give you something. So you don't awesome. grow them all. You don't make them all. They're, no. We, you resell a lot of different stuff. We resell. We've kind of taken. I bet you got the dog biscuits. Oh, we got I hear those are the big deal. And actually our. Dog biscuits. Why did you become so informed on this topic, Yeah, dude? you know. I'm shocked. Yeah. Last night at around 1030. I my got sister an sells. My sister sells. You don't even have a dog. My sister sells the stuff. She Your works sister at a convenience sells store. hemp biscuits for dogs. Yeah. Wow. All right. So they're the, big. They're big. Last big night, deal. Last night I got an email from somebody wanting to know if we can have extra hours over 4th of July because we sell a lot of all of our pet products over 4th of July because of all the banging and stuff like that. So, yeah. See, uh, see, you're crazy. learning something today, man. <laughs> but, but here's the problem with the, I'm going to come back to our store, but I want to touch on this. The problem with convenience stores and the grocery stores and all these people that are selling it, they're selling overpriced product and it's not good quality stuff. So when you go in and you buy this $80 bottle, that's maybe 250 milligrams of CBD, you try it. It doesn't work. You have a bad taste in your mouth and I'm never going to get that customer back to my store because I'm not going to, they're not going to come in and buy it. They had a bad experience with it. That is the biggest issue I see with those places. So we're actually is that trying. because it's an unregulated market too, yeah, and like the I quality so. isn't regulated, and it's yeah, might yeah. be snake oil and not yeah, that's, CBD that's oil. That's one of the challenges this industry has to has to overcome is, and there's a lot of press about that. Like right. I saw something that was like your weed might not be as sticky as you think it is, right? And, and, and these people they don't know. It's they're, like they're, olive oil, the same way. Right. It's not really olive oil. That's the problem of a fragmented industry, like the. The, you know, and I, I'm not a big fan of like federal control of everything, but at the same time, on in some industries, it does produce a level of compliance or standards that people need to meet. It's not always a bad thing. It's it, it's the intention is for it to it's consumer protection. Like yeah, if yeah, I go buy yeah. extra virgin olive oil, it better be extra virgin olive oil. Right. I'm but not, if I'm not, not, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> But it's so true. that's a similar it's a similar problem though. But it's true. It's the but same it, kind of problem. But it is. But it also comes same down to education. It comes down to education too. These people in these gas stations and, and grocery stores they don't they don't know the product. They don't know the endocannabinoid yeah. system. Where where we pride ourselves on, we have former nurses that work at our store. We have multiple nurses. We have cannabis nurses. We have people that have gone and gotten certified in other states to educate our people. We have more brands than any of our competitors. We we can trust you to sell a quality product. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's the key. Yeah. Okay, so hemphaven.store. By the way, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, um, at Startup Hustle Podcast, we are following the Hemphaven. So if you want to just check us out and see who we're following, we don't follow a whole lot of people. So I think you guys are like the 36th one. Yeah, we're we're trying to be cool and exclusive in that regard. Um, Podcast got a lot cooler today. It, it did. Yeah, it did. And, you know, it's funny. We were talking about birthdays. Today is Full Scale's birthday. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. The company Matt and I started. You talk about only being in business for a year. Um, but today is the first. Uh, and, that's right. And this will come out. Happy after birthday, birth- dude. Thanks. Happy birthday to you, too. And happy birthday to the 180 people that work for us a year yeah, later. Crazy. Wow. Oh, yeah. You guys have been busy. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. It's crazy. Uh, you guys have been busy, too. I, I like it. So, um, all right. So, if I want to open uh, a Hemp Haven location and i might what what do i get with that like obviously like in most franchise models there's some there's some help right. the, the reason franchises succeed over and above a traditional startup is that they come with an owner's manual in a yep. way like there's some experience some guidance and some stuff like that easy access to distribution channels and stuff like that so at a, if i open a hemp haven location which i don't see one here in leewood that would probably be a challenge, but whatever. Yeah. Yes, um, we, we've, we've tried. tried. I'll <laughs> call the mayor. Yeah, I will too. <laughs> Both of them. So with that, um, what, so if I buy a franchise, 
I mean, what, what happens next? What, so, what do I get with that? Well, before that, we, we get you in touch with, we have, we actually have a franchise developer that, uh, that works with us and she kind of vets the, the candidates to make okay. sure that they're, that they're able to do it, that they have the financial backing to do it. We're not just going to sign up anybody to open up a store. What do so, you guys, and we don't have to get too deep into this, but I mean, what are you guys looking for in that? I mean, what, like what is it? If I want to open a McDonald's, I got to have like three million dollars liquid and some crazy stuff yeah, like that. No, like, we're we're substantially less than that. I think that all in worst case scenario, your landlord doesn't do any of your build out. You got to have all your marketing money. Worst absolute case scenario, you probably be around hundred grand. Yeah, that's not bad. You know, and, and that's that's worst. I mean, all of our stores that have opened so far haven't even hit that figure sure. yet. But once you get open, we have a a week training for some people now that we just implemented a new training program where if you live out of the Casey Metro area, uh, you'll come in and you'll stay in a hotel for a couple of days. We'll be in our store. We'll train you. We'll get you up and running with a marketing team, uh, kind of some business coaching. We kind of teach you everything you need to know to run your business, but I cannot stress this enough. And I tell all of our new candidates this, and I tell all of our new stores this, it is not our job to run your store. Yeah, And that's a big misconception that a lot of people get when they open up a franchise is that, we're going to come in and run your store. And that's not our job. Our job is to build a business that is successful and works. And it's your job to take our direction and, and sell it. Dude, I think we yeah. got a store. I, Look yeah, at this. I'm looking at all this Supreme money. Yeah, we got a store. Are those like gun. Dwight Bucks? Yeah, they're pretty close. They, I think that... Shroot Bucks? I, yeah. Oh, no, anything with a Supreme logo is worth like 100 times more. So yeah, oh, that's worth a lot of money. Sweet. So yeah. is this There's what you're using stores. to open your franchise? Yes. Yeah. Okay, if you can count all these, because I don't have a lot of faith in your accounting <laughs> system that I just witnessed. Um, and by the way, we're going to use this as a break to t play mixtape. All right. Because mixtape might be a good mix. When it comes to hemp related things. Okay, so mixtape the game.com. I'm gonna read a scenario. We're all gonna pick a song. Dude, I heard we get to play the digital version next week. Maybe. Yeah. I tried to I'm play the digital excited. version last night. It needs a little work. <laughs> all we're, right. get, we're getting there. We'll get there. We're getting there. So um, all right. The best song for riding a beach cruiser down Venice Beach Boardwalk. Where is Venice oh, Beach? Oh, wait. We already used that. That's, we say, played that. Yeah. Sorry. That was yesterday. Scratch that. Sorry, my bad. The best song for an 80s aerobics class. <laughs> and I'm old enough to rock this category. People. I'm going with Footloose. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm going with Rex in effect. Okay. <laughs> what are you dropping? <laughs> The mic. Oh, I'm bad at this. I'm going with I'm going with Physical by Olivia Newton John, which was probably Physical. the '80s original song. I agree. I Are you drawing a blank? Of, yeah. I can't and the first thing that comes to mind. And what what was his? Name? I was thinking of Janet Jackson, but I can't think of a good song that now, she would do because that's what I would think of. Working if you can't think to. of the name, you're you are allowed to sing it. Yeah. <clears throat> much oh, like, please do. Oh, geez. Yeah, we encourage that. <sighs> Jay, did, Paula, well, I actually do you want to do you want to buy her Abdul. some time and Paula sing Abdul. yours? But no, I can't I think of any, straight up. It's straight there up. You there goes, you go. There you go. Yeah. Thank this you. This is exciting. That's Paula Abdul. Yeah. That's yeah, what Paula I said. Abdul. I used to work straight out to her. Legitimately. Hey, this is exciting. We have. Tell me, do you really want to love me forever? That's pretty good. Because we have four votes. Nailed it. More exciting. Nailed it. All right. Good job. Good job. So, for those of you listening, yes, I know I have the voice of an angel. All right. So we picked. What was yours again? I did Rex in effect. What is that? Zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Zoom, 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 and a boom, And I had, boom. let's Just get shake physical, physical. <laughs> zoom, 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 and a I want to get physical. 
All right, I got footloose. Let me hear your body talk, Matt. Oh, oh my God. And what was yours? <laughs> Mine was straight up from Paul Abdul, right? Straight up, all right. Yeah. I'm going with I'm going with Jay. You can't vote for yourself, by the way. Oh. Go on with Jay. Can you got my vote? All right. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with you. Yes. Oh. I'm gonna go with the Rex and Effects. I am too. Oh, yeah. we got a winner. Winner. <laughs> Woo! Man. Good job, Jay. Sweet. You wanna fire the money gun? Sure. It's not even in here. Oh, you got it. It is. Wait, wait. We need that money to open our uh, I know, franchise. Exactly. There, we determined that the money gun is the fastest way to get your business funded. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead. It's all oh, you, what do I do? Just shoot you it? Just, yeah, it's who? pretty uh, – wherever you want. Yeah. The problem with getting funding is it usually doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> exactly. There we go. Oh! <laughs> it's raining money. That's pretty cool. And there you go. Um I'm not sure that that meets the minimum capital requirements to open a hemp haven store, but it is a step in the right direction. But you know what that will get you? A couple grams of raw CBD flour in our store. Boom. Wow. Anyway. What would I do with that? Smoke it. It's our best seller. <laughs> really? You smoke it? it? Oh, yeah. I, I find that. Oh, man. Dude. Our flour bar is legit. I didn't realize that people smoked CBD. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I got a lot. Yeah, yeah. There you so go. it has like the same medicinal effects that. People get the oil for and stuff. You just smoke yeah. it instead. So it's that's actually our flour better because it has all the terpenes. So you oh, know. you said flour. I was thinking like flour, like, like baking flour. Oh, baking yeah, flour. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but flowers. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the term. I saw this on your guys' Instagram. So you know what's crazy is, I mean, that looks like sticky, icky weed, and it yeah. smells like it. It it, it, it just it, doesn't get you high. No, the first the first time that that was delivered to our store, I opened the bag up and I went, "Shit, the cops are coming." But on the medicinal, like, side, I thought it was completely illegal. I asked people, "What what do you consider high?" Right. That's I mean, I, I was not a cannabis user in college or anything. So my, on the medical side, I've been in the medical field my whole life as well. If you ask somebody in my store, what do you consider high? Like, what's that feeling to you? Right. So we're going to find out today, I guess. Right. So I tell a lot of I'll people, be over, I'll be over later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Smoking CBD hemp, you get more of the medicinal side of it for anything um well you've had a stressful day you go smoke a little um cbd hemp and it relaxes you it will give you that body buzz that a lot of people feel when they smoke weed but it will not give you the psychoactive um effects of smoking weed interesting which a lot of people don't like because so then should people smoke cbd instead of regular cigarettes is it sort oh, of a absolutely yeah we sell a ton of hemp cigarettes okay. it's just it's just straight hemp yeah see i have to be honest i'm I don't, I've never used CBD and, uh, when I see like CBD places on every, used, you've never used weed. No. I, so when I see CBD places on every street corner and now every grocery store has it and every convenient, I'm like, this shit's snake oil. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the but, but perception not, but I get. Not. But and then I, I do run into people like, oh no, it really helps this. And it really but helps Let's that. talk about that. Cause but we, the perception I get is that. like yeah. sort of cures everything and it's snake oil. Well, no, the, the perception, you get that perception because there's a lot of people out there that are like, I, I was joking with yeah. Danielle before we started. So my, I talked to my buddy, it was actually the guy that is opening a hemp farm in Illinois and he had tinnitus, he had ringing in his mm -hmm. ear. And I was like, dude, did you rub some CBD in it? <laughs> you know like yeah because but i but, overcome that every day because people come in and i had a guy come in and he had he needs a total knee replacement period I think. yeah cbd will not fix that CBD's not gonna fix it like if i give him some pain cream it will help the pain 
but it's not going to fix your total knee replacement. And that's what I overcome. That's why we have, we have a doctor that works in one of our stores and we have nurses and we have me that's been in the medical field because you're exactly right. Most yeah. people think that now that it's sold everywhere, they're like, well, I- one of my crazy girlfriends tried it and it did not help her crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it, it can't fix crazy. No. no. No, but but, stupid. but we get we get stuff every day. It's <laughs> really specific, dude. <laughs> Sorry, we get we get. Uh, I've had a few girlfriends. Yeah, that's my that point. are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> we get the testimonials every day on the stuff, but it, it it you're right. I mean, it, now there are a lot of people that, that I mean, I know some. All right, so my mom has dementia, mm-hmm. um, and there are medical studies that have shown that CBD. So, and we won't get into the whole science of dementia, but there are yeah. legit like scientific studies yeah, that's shown that because one of, one of the issues, one of the things is your body makes a lot of these substances naturally and the, and the lack of some of them cause that stickiness in between the neurons that cause mm-hmm. things to not fire. So CBD is showing, and it was really hopeful. And a buddy of mine who is in your guys' business ha- was really excited to send me these things. Now my mom's pretty far gone in that regard. I mean, it she has actually am, changed but... my life. I actually yeah. have a personal story. I mean, I lost my sister in about two years after I started having, I mean, let's be honest, I had anxiety that I never had before. And they put me on an SSRI like they do everybody, right? Mm-hmm. What's that? It's, they put me on Zoloft. Okay. Yeah. SSRI. And, which I've taken Zoloft for a long time. Okay. Is that a reuptake yeah. inhibitor? Is that what that stands <laughs> yes. for? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I have ADD. Wait, yeah. what? What'd you say? Yeah. Shiny, shiny, yeah, shiny things. <laughs> and see, I'm off everything now because I treat myself with cannabis. Sure. So, so do you do you like how do you take it? Do you smoke it or use the oil or So I do pretty much I do my oil in the morning. I will I will smoke it and then I will do a gummy. Like if so I So when you do the oil, what do you do with the oil? So we have you like rub it all over your face? Oh <laughs> you could. What do you do with it? Um we have um sublingual because obviously anything sublingual is gonna hit your mucus membrane. So you eat it. Well, you put it on your tongue and you hold it there for 30 seconds. Okay. Or we have water solubles. We have, I mean, pretty much now with, like you said, it's everywhere. Yeah. Pretty much it's everywhere. And it's yeah, in we anything. Have in- inhalers, you can vape it. I mean, the inhalers, we sell a ton of those too. Uh, gummies, tinctures, uh, lotions. I mean, again, tinctures we get, we get success. Like, like liquid you put yeah. on, your, on tongue. your tongue. Yeah, according to a friend I've, of mine. I've thought about, um, so I have a son. <laughs> My son's almost 10 and he suffers with anxiety, depression issues. And he's actually on Zoloft. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and uh, his mom and I have uh, thought about trying CBD to see if it would help him. He's 10 and we haven't tried it yet. But it's changed my life. I was, um, I got to the point where it was even hard for me. I love to travel and I love to be adventurous, but it was even taking that away from me. And now I have it all back. And, awesome. and to be honest, too, I mean, we, we live together, we work together, so we're together all the time. We can tell when the other person has not taken their CBD. It never works when you tell them that, though. No. It, it, <laughs> I don't well, recommend that. I'm like, you didn't take your CBD today. No, leave me alone. So I'm like, yeah, I know. Here it comes. I had the, that, I had that, that would drive me nuts. Cause I did know, that with my 10 year old this morning. So, so yeah. once, yeah. once again, an ADD person, uh, I still take medication for it. Like, I'm a legit ADD. So is Jay. Yeah, I'm and, and that's fine. Like I actually wouldn't give it back. It gives me a motor and a sense of drive and energy that is just, you know, it's not there. But, but like you said, my mom, when I was a kid, she'd be like, did you take your pill? And I'd be like, 
fuck you, mom. And I'm like, I, mean, I clearly needed to take it, but that's the way it would go. So, well, not to get too <clears throat> off topic on that, but I have it too. And I think CBD helped out quite a bit for, for ADHD, but we sell another product in our store called Kratom. And, uh, that I'm completely off all my meds because by make, by taking those two things, I'm, I'm hmm. good to go. Which is it's, really controversial so you talk, right you, now. You talk about the medicinal uses and stuff like that. And, you know, all right. So when I was younger, I mean, I, I mean, I used to smoke weed a lot. Um, not super regular with that anymore, but occasionally it's not the worst thing, you know, like it, now that one of the reasons that I, I quit using it regularly is it just does kind of make me tired the next day. That seemed to happen as I got older. Microdosing like, yeah. THC is phenomenal. I don't yeah. recommend, you know, for I don't me. ever really do anything in small doses. Yeah. Is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why marijuana gets a bad name because people will smoke a whole joint yeah. and they'll be just like, you know, really tired. I couldn't do that either, but yeah. yeah. And, and there were some, um, you know, and it, it's, it's interesting. So I, I was sharing with you earlier, my next book came out, but I wrote it with the keyboardist from Humphreys McGee. They just actually, uh, partnered. They have their own line oh, wow. of stuff. They have oh. a couple, a couple products that, so they just played at Red Rocks three nights last oh, week awesome. and, and filled the place up three nights in a row. But with that, they had some some uh you know they were probably they selling it at the concert well i don't think they can but they had a they had an event at uh play you know at a, yeah whatever they have their own beer there too so right, why not go all in so well, it's, it's cool that they started at their own line because one of the things we see too is there's hundreds of cbd brands and companies that are out there well we're, they need yeah but those companies need a way to differentiate themselves so they, that made sense and, yeah. and another thing was they, they had held off on that for a long time they'd had a lot of offers and yeah. and you know that so you know the dudes in Alfred's mcgee and the jam band community is you know is what it is and i i've been a member of that community for a long time but those guys they all look like me i mean they're like early 40s white mm -hmm. dudes from the midwest like let look like we could work at an accounting office or something yeah. and and uh you know so with that i mean i it was a little it was something they hesitated at for a little bit and i haven't even had a chance to talk to joel about that but yeah i just saw that announcement and i was like good, good for you guys you know yeah. like might as well and they've done well like with the beer that they have there's a brewery out in denver and uh um, joel was telling me that they sold a significant amount of that so that that's what, cbd in it no, or THC no, it's just it? a beer. It's called Nothing Too Fancy, oh, just beer, which okay. is one of their more popular songs. And oh, okay. uh, um, at the New Year's run that I went to at the end of 2017, um, they, uh, uh, I mean, at those three, three or four shows, I mean, they had sold a significant amount of it and, it, you know, good for them. So, all right. So if you guys want to check out what uh, Jay and Danielle do, uh, you can go to hemphaven.store. You can search Instagram, just put in Hemp Haven. I see you guys have some different pages for your other locations, but yeah. there is a main Hemp Our Haven Hemp one. Hemp Haven is um, Hemp Haven KC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the one we followed. If you want to follow us at Startup Hustle Podcast, um, you know, if you're interested in a cannabis startup, this could be a good place to start. Uh, we don't really, we, you know, that's obviously up to you, but. Um, I'll tell you, I feel comfortable with Jay and Danielle being able to give you some straight up advice and input about what they do. Um, I'd like to do a follow up yeah, with absolutely. you guys at some point. I'd actually like to come see what you guys do. Um, oh, sure. I, I actually, are you coming the, over tonight? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. Field trip. Yeah. So I would love for you guys to come to the farm and actually. Well, that's see that's it. what I'd like to see as well. And we talked about. I talked to my friend up in Illinois about that as well. I. I 
you know, I, I was supposed to be in Denver last week to go see the Humphreys McGee shows at Red Rocks. And with that, I was going to try to, I would like to do a whole series of things related to cannabis and the business. I think it's a, a booming a, industry. A, it is a, it is a hot topic right now. And it's, I mean, it's just, you know, and by the way, you guys are here because your peers recommended that we contact you. I'd made a, a post in a local startup page and several people said you need to talk to these folks. Wow, that's so that's, awesome. that's, that's we'll where, that. that's where my outreach came from. If you were wondering, I, yes. I probably should have clarified that maybe. Uh, but that's yeah, really so there awesome. was, there was quite a few and, you know, we're trying to branch out the subject matter here. Uh, you know, we have a soda company coming later today and different stuff like that. So, um, you know, once again, check them out. Well, that's great. That's great. And and if, if I could just interact one thing for any of the listeners that are out there that are looking to get into the cannabis industry, uh, there's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of places that you can go with, but based on our history, based on our product line, based on our business plan, we, we really think we have a lot of good things to offer yeah. for people. We have a lot of education. We have, we really set ourselves apart with the education aspect of it. So if people are interested, we'd, we'd love to talk to them. Yeah, I can tell. Hemphaven.store. See you next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup.